good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly in the Word of God? Great to have you in the podcast. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this uh, rendition or this edition of Hymn Histories. It's Hymn History Friday. And so we're going to take, I'm going to take the time to relate to you one of the most famous ones that you've probably sung frequently. It's one that we sing a lot at our church. We uh, have actually revisited it during our missions conference in this past week. And so I thought it would be good to end our passion for the souls of men and women and children with a song that reminds us of that. Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1, the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And of course, that's a famous passage of Scripture that was even read by our Savior when he was in his uh, hometown synagogue. Uh, and under, had understandable results when people began to look at him and listen to what he was saying. Um, the Kenneth Osbeck in his Hymn Histories book re- literally relates the story behind this particular hymn, which is called Rescue the Perishing uh, and Care for the Dying, written by Fanny Crosby. Uh, Fanny Crosby wrote this. Uh, sometime into her ministry of writing, and uh, she was in in 1869 prompted to write this by some circumstances that came into her life. Before we get into that, I I just want to remark on the fact that one of the most tragic words in our vocabulary is this word perishing that's in the title of this hymn. Uh, But it's a word that Jesus himself used. He used it in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 14 in which he records a good reminder for us. And it's in the context of a passage where Jesus is teaching a very important lesson on lost sheep, on seeking uh, the Lord, seeking the lost sheep. He often gave parables that related to this, but this particular passage in Matthew 18 is a, uh, I, I believe, a very compassionate, tender reminder of what the Lord's mission is here on this earth and why it should be something that we value so very highly. Sometimes people say, well, pastor, why do we have to be so concerned about the lost? We've got a lot to worry about ourselves right now. Well, don't forget, you were lost one time yourself, but the Lord sought you out. He found you. Luke even gives a parable over there in Luke chapter 13, and he says that this is something that uh, is very dear to the Lord. Uh, to, he describes people that are spiritually alienated from God, that are strangers to God. Jesus said in Matthew eighteen eleven, For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. And in verse 14, he says, Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should, and here's the word, perish perishing. That is a word that is a tragic word. It's a word that's actually needless for people to experience. Perishing meaning not just the end of physical life, but spiritual separation in hell for those who would reject God's plan of rescue. Perish is a word that literally should strike fear into our hearts, not just for ourselves, but for those that we love and that we care for. 
Uh, perish is a word that does describe those that are just separated from God. Fanny Crosby, often called, of course, the queen of gospel music, so she was so popular and ubiquitous in the number of hymns that she wrote. But she was recalling in her own diary about how she wrote the words of this hymn. And I'm going to quote from her diary itself. Fanny Crosby goes on to say, I remember writing that hymn in the year 1869. Like many of my hymns, it was written following a personal experience at the New York City Bowery Mission. Let me just pause here for a moment. Um, you may, may or may not know what the New York City Bowery Mission was. Uh, it was literally a mission to those that are down and outers, those that had been uh, continually into alcoholism and drunkenness and just debauched living and had just uh, been homeless for some time. Actually, it was started by Joseph Spurgeon, who was a cousin of Charles Spurgeon in England, who came to New York and uh, set up this particular meeting and uh, and then and long story short, uh, started this mission outreach to those that were the uh, homeless and drunken dr uh, drunkards and so on, the Bowery Mission. So that's a bit of a history about that, a very bit, but uh, that's where it came from. Now, let me resume with what Fanny Crosby wrote. She says this, quote, I usually tried to get to the mission at least one night a week to talk to, quote, my boys, unquote. I was addressing a large company, um, of working men one hot summer evening when the thought kept forcing itself on my mind that some mother's boy must be rescued that night or he might be eternally lost. So I made a pressing plea that if there was a boy present who had wandered from his mother's home and, and, and home and teaching, he should come to me at the end of the service. Well, a young man of 18 came forward. Did you mean me, Miss Crosby? I promised my mother to meet her in heaven, but as I am now living, that will be impossible. We prayed for him, and suddenly he rose with a new light in his eyes. Now I am ready to meet my mother in heaven, for I have found God. Unquote. Well, it just so happened to be, and although there are no coincidences in God's will, uh, a few days before this event at the New York Bower City Bowery Mission, William Doan, who was a composer of music, had, had uh, sent Fanny Crosby a tune for a new song to be titled Rescue the Perishing. And that was to be based on the text in Luke 14, 23, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be fulfilled. Well, this is the heart of our Lord. And so Fanny Crosby sat down and began to author the words to this famous song that we sing, Rescue the Perishing. And it goes on, Care for the dying, snatch them in pity from sin and the grave, weep o'er the erring one, lift up the fallen, tell them of Jesus the mighty to save. And then it goes on, down in the human heart, crushed by the tempter. Feelings lie buried that grace can restore. Touched by a loving heart, wakened by kindness, 
Cords that are broken will vibrate once more. And then rescue the perishing, duty demands it, strength for thy labor the Lord will provide. Back to the narrow way, patiently win them, tell the poor wanderer a Savior has died. Well, then the chorus goes on to say, rescue the perishing, care for the dying, Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. Can I ask you today to meditate on that wonderful truth and just reflect for a moment during this, during, uh, after this podcast that um, it's the divine image that exists in every human being that gives life dignity and worth. It doesn't matter what, what color you are, what ethnic group you come from, what gender you are, what age you are, what social standing you come from. Um, every person is worthy of being rescued from eternal uh, damnation and perishing. Uh, think on that as you meditate on that hymn today. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Will you look out for somebody today? Will you think of somebody and perhaps write them a letter, hand them a track? God blessed me this week to be able to hand out tracks and witness to a number of people. And I'm so thankful for that, and it brings joy to my soul. You will never have a joy like, like experience a joy like you will when you bring or give the gospel to somebody who desperately needs it. Will you do so today? It was important to Christ. That's why he came into this world. Let's serve the Master, will we not? Time is growing short, and our Savior will return. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Rescue the perishing. 